wonder for you, Hope, if you'd share what kinds of things or, I mean, and I know I'm just totally off the cuff here, so take your time. Um, but what kinds of things have you seen help betrayed partners as they make this transition and what makes it, um, what helps that process and what are they doing as they make that transition? Yeah, good question. Well, I liked this comment I saw here uh, that um, it, it, you just feel crazy. Uh, now, where did the comment go? Let's see. It's, you know, somebody, a few people actually are talking about, it's just so overwhelming. You feel crazy, you know, and then you don't know if you're overreacting. Um, and so people are kind of like stabilize, stabilize, especially if they don't understand the nature of this trauma. You know, right. my husband was years ago was um, out on a snorkeling trip in Australia and they were about two hours off the coastline by boat. Uh, and he got left behind in the middle of the ocean. And while he was out there, um, you know, he, there were some places where he could kind of touch, but he was in the middle of the ocean. Oh he was God. rescued and he wasn't in the water more than a couple hours and he's not terribly traumatized by it. But I bring it up to say this. Did you even yeah. know about that, Kaylee? I did I not know about that. I'm like, oh my gosh, Ian. <laughs> we'll have to talk more about it. But we will. the point is he, um, had a moment of thrashing around, you know, when he realized I'm alone in this ocean and I'll probably die, you know, and I can't really touch here. Okay. I can kind of touch here. Then you start panicking. What am I going to do? Is this how I'm going to die? Am I going to get eaten by a shark? You know, what's going to happen to me? Well, at some point, then you also do this because it's like, well, think, you know, do something, figure out what you're going to do. And what happened was he saw a, a, like a ship liner, some sort of big boat that was out, you know, a couple football fields away and he swam over there, but he had to gain some level of composure to be able to make that swim. And I think that it's easy to try and rush people who have been betrayed to get composed, especially because people who are on the outside, especially friends, family members, they are sitting there with a totally different perspective. They don't have the attachment bond that that person has. And they haven't had the, what I call partner adaptive bonding cycle, wherein the whole relational reality is con configured around uh, a false version of coupleship that, that, you know, they lived with for a long time. Yep. Because of those two things, people want to say, this person's treated you poorly, or you don't deserve that, or you know, why would you care anymore? It's happened so many times at this point. Haven't you gotten it in your head that this person is no good for you? And we tend to try and rush people when we're on the outside and we don't understand it. Uh, but, but the main thing is, you know, at some point we do want to find a good soft place to land, a place that's going to both say, yes, we, you know, you're in the middle of the ocean. Yes, you could die, but also we got to get enough of a grip that we're going to be able to do some swimming so that your life doesn't have to just be tanked by something you never signed up for. Mm -hmm. And, and so there's a careful balance. You know, this, this is one yeah. thing I love about you and the way that you work with your clients is navigating the, the, the careful push and pull of, you know, let's open up a vision for healing, for more safety internally, more reliance on your own intuition, but let's also have those moments where we need to frankly complain and talk about the shock and awe of what Absolutely. has happened to us. So 
first steps are, you know, I think at some point we have to kind of talk through what it is that's happened to us. Um, it's just so shocking that sometimes it's not really palatable uh, right. until we've been able to synthesize it in some words, whether that's our journal or our therapy sessions or our groups or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but really, I believe healing begins once we understand the level of endangerment that we've faced with our partner and endangerment, meaning, you know, the depth and breadth to which they deceived us and right. uh, exposed us to attachment investing under unsafe circumstances. Once we mm -hmm. understand, I think the depth there, then we're able to really understand what our reality is. And unfortunately, it's very painful to get to that place. I call it reality collapse. We've talked a lot yeah. about that. But once we get there, then we have the information we need to be able to assess how to move forward. Doesn't mean it irons everything out for us. Like, oh, should we stay or should we go? Sometimes that takes a long time to figure out. Uh, but it does help us understand what is imperative for us to um, address and attend to regarding our own safety. Yeah. So again, I'm kind of talking from a zoomed out lens specifics. Um, it's interesting, Keely. And I think you and I could talk for hours about this. Like, There's a lot of stuff that works, you know, yeah, there's and so we're all so different. I mean, we, mm -hmm. we were laughing about yoga, but the truth is that it's a lifesaver for some people. Oh, absolutely. Especially trauma focused type of yoga, um, breath work, the ability to uh, move into a deeply relaxed state to offload your nervous system response. Yeah. Some of those somatic types of practices are extremely beneficial for certain people. I think mm -hmm. they can be effective for a lot of people, but not everyone's interested or has access to it or you know, it's not really up everyone's alley. Totally. So then there's a bunch of other things too. Um, I don't know. Why don't, why don't you share what you're. Yeah, totally. Well, I want to like kind of summarize, to, I want to summarize all of it, obviously, because you said it so well, but some of the things I heard one is I love that analogy of being just having that freak out. Like we need to have a freak out. And so many of us, myself included, feel a lot of shame about the things we did in that freak out. Because we do things that don't feel and sound like us, but it makes sense when we contextualize that this is betrayal violence and our body is sensing this experience akin to any other form of primal level threat to our livelihood, right? Just like your husband in the middle of the ocean, we're going to do that. And we can start by having some awareness of like, oh, that's what's happening to me, right? And talking about it, like you said, telling that story even in its, in its ugliest form, like, blah, blah, blah. um, and you know, this Facebook group is a great place where people do that, where they're able to just write paragraphs and paragraphs and just go, this is what's happening to me and just have a place to say it. Um, and so I love that. And then, as you mentioned, there comes a time where we decide, Whew, okay, <laughs> I've been flailing all over. Mm -hmm. And no one can rush that process, but I've been flailing all over. I've been telling my story. I've been barfing it out. And now I'm ready for something different. This is, I'm getting, I'm getting to the end, right? Mm -hmm. And I want to do something different. And 
um, that component that you pointed out, and maybe we may not have a lot of time to talk about disclosure today. Maybe we'll maybe we'll come have you come back another time to do a deep dive on disclosure. But having a full therapeutic disclosure with polygraph is a huge component of getting the big picture and seeing that full picture and being allowed for your soul and your heart to see it all and see reality for what it really is. And sometimes without that full picture, and and I can tell from personal experience with disclosure little like, you know, my little testimony of it is that I spent a lot of years being like, look, I'm a therapist. My husband's sober. He doesn't do it anymore. He was able to get himself sober and not look at porn and not betray me anymore. And all these things for like five years or six years. And I was not okay. And when I, and I, when I, when I went to do the disclosure, I'm like, I literally already know everything. Like I've dug to the bottom of the barrel, but to hear it start to finish in a chronological story did something inside of me, clicked some things into place that nothing else would have done. So there's your little testimony on disclosure. And we could talk more about that yeah. um, another day, but that's a huge component too, is just seeing reality for what it is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people don't get a full disclosure, right? but still recognizing that it wasn't what I thought it was, right? Mm-hmm. And then transitioning into um, just continually like healing the nervous system. And then I would add in addition to, you gave some great examples, yoga and breath work as, a, as some forms of self-care, just to go a little more detailed, like what do I do, right? Journaling, some of these basics that you hear people talk about all the time, and I heard people talk about it all the time and just thought, yeah, 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 <laughs> right? Like, yeah, yeah, yoga. Yeah, 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 breath work. Why are these, why, you know? And it's okay if yoga, I've worked with lots of people that are like, yoga is too triggering. I can't watch those videos of those skinny girls and their skinny yoga clothes. Like, I got you. You don't have to do yoga. There are lots of different ways to work on healing your nervous system. Um, but certainly recognizing that at some point recognizing, okay, The story I've been living in, the one I was told is not the real story that I'm living in and that's doing something to me and I need to take care of me and I'm going to do that by, um, by being gentle with myself and, and my nervous system. And so in, like you said, there's breath work, there's journaling, there's, uh, cold plunges, there's, um, co-regulating going to groups, right? Finding a free 12 step group, even if you don't like the 12 step part of it human beings who get it, the after party, after 12-step groups, that co-regulation is like medicine to a aching soul. Mm-hmm. Um, so many, you know, finding, um, so finding a community to heal in, right? There's lots of those different ways that we can start to regulate. It's going to bring that prefrontal back online. And as such, we can start to cure our inner wisdom, and set boundaries. And again, it's just like one step at a time, right? Um, So how to make that shift? A lot of it starts with compassion in my mind. So a lot of it starts with having an awareness of where I'm at, like, okay, so I'm in survivor mode and that's okay. I'm not pathological, that's not, doesn't need to pathologize it, right? I'm not broken. I'm not codependent. I'm not, maybe you have codependency tendencies and you might read about codependency and you're like, oh, that's me. That's okay. But you don't have to take it on. Like there's something wrong with me. I'm fundamentally flawed. Right. Or I'm, I have this like some label, right. Rather, rather see yourself as surviving a trauma and 
have compassion and compassion means to suffer with oneself. It doesn't mean be nice to yourself. It means to suffer with yourself. It means show up to that pain and be with that pain and give yourself a hug and be like, dude, this sucks. Right. And then with safety, right. Finding kind of finding safe spaces to connect, whether that's with a coach or a therapist or a community or continuing to come back to a Facebook group at whatever level you're at and really taking yourself where you're at. If you're like, I literally can't, I can't do any. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. Right. Maybe your next step is very, very small and that's okay. Um, and maybe you're like, Oh, I'm scared, but I'm going to, I'm going to call the therapist or, you know, Oh, I'm going to go on this website and sign up for this program, right? Maybe it's a different edge that you're going to step up to. But um, to me, it all starts with awareness and, and information, right? Recognition of, okay, I have been a victim of betrayal violence, right? Sitting And then sitting with that for some time. Um, but it is so hard and it is so understandable. Okay, so... I would love for us to get back together and talk more about disclosure at another time, but yeah. I want to we have enough time to just read through some of these comments and we can discuss some of them. And then my big announcement at the end. All right, my dear friends, I know that you still have questions coming in. You're welcome to keep adding them. We can pop in and answer them um, maybe later in the group. Thank you so much for connecting with one another, coming here and connecting with us. Mm -hmm. We so appreciate it. So here's the big announcement in one month. And four days, uh, starting September 19th, um, I am hosting the free virtual conference called the Love You Now Conference. Um, I hosted it last year. It's doubled in size. So it's going to be more presentations, more amazing topics from the best in the business, the most compassionate in the business, which is what matters the most to me. And um you are all invited. So kayleedunn.com slash love you now is the website. I'll be promoting it in the group. I'll be promoting it on social. So you'll see that opportunity, but you just go in, sign up, you'll get the free, free ticket. And then you'll start getting emails reminding you of it when we get closer to the actual date, but you can start signing up now. Um, Hope will be speaking. I think you're like our third speaker. So she is like right at the beginning on the 19th, um, talking about her complex trauma, no, complex partner trauma model, <laughs> gotta say it right, um, teaching us about that. Um, we'll have people talking about um, autism and um, betrayal, which is so needed. That conversation is so needed. Uh, people talking about holistic healing, discharging your nervous system, spirituality, uh, relationship stuff, betrayal for the betraying partner stuff. This conference is for the betrayed partner, but we will have a few people that are just giving you some education and information on the betraying partner, if that's of interest, empowered divorce, making relationships work. So many different things are going to be covered. And I'm so, so excited to invite all of you to join. I will put the link um, down below so that you can check it out, check out the website. Let me know if you have any questions, but um, we're so, so looking forward to having you there. It'll be over Zoom. So you'll get a Zoom link in your email. So the day of you'll go in, you'll see the Zoom link, you'll click it at the time that your the presentation you want to go to. If you only want to go to one, just go to one. If you want to go to all of them, go to all of them. Um, and it'll be the 19th and 20th, which is a Tuesday and Wednesday. And then we'll take a break on Thursday. And then we'll come back Friday and Saturday. And there's about five or six presentations per day. I think Saturday is just four. 
so you can have your Saturday. But um, anyway, we look forward to having you there. And thank you, Hope, for joining me on this announcement. Thank you. And, uh, and Kaylee, congratulations on taking last year's conference and doubling its size and impact. This is a conference, guys, that you're not going to want to miss. It's going to be so uh Ca not casual, but like friendly and connected. Yes. I'm really looking forward to it. Absolutely. I'm to be part of it. Uh, I think this is going to be something that's going to make a big difference for a lot of people. So, well, thank you so much, Hope. And it was a pleasure having you. And let's chat about when we can have you back. Okay. Talk about disclosures, Mark. So I know that's a question we get in the group a lot. So, okay. You can talk about intensives. You can talk about all the cool things that you do. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. We will see you later in the group. Bye. Bye.